Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazur. Your speech is not a speech. It's your next best selling product. That's the strategy that I outline in my book, Speak for Impact. It's one of the core pillars of building a successful, thriving speaking business. And it's one of the things that you should be focusing on, whether you're just starting out as a speaker or you're an old pro. But this is what I see happen all the time in the speaking industry. You create a speech and it's good enough. It's good enough to get you applause. It's good enough to get you booked a couple of times. It might even be good enough to get you a standing ovation and that feels really, really amazing. And it's good enough to get you good enough evaluations. You're getting good or excellent evaluations from the audience. But what if it could be remarkable? What if you're leaving money on the table? You're leaving speaking opportunities on the table. You're leaving clients on the table because you're not upgrading your speech to make it truly remarkable. And for the next three episodes, we are going to be diving in to the lost art of speech writing and how that can make an exponential difference to the bottom line of your speaking business. This is Dr. Michelle Mazur. I am the CEO of Communication Rebel, where we help entrepreneurs make a bigger impact with their message while growing their business exponentially. Today's episode, I'm going to take you through the five stages of writing a speech that gets you booked to speak and paid. These are the five stages that I use when I'm working with a client, whether they are starting from scratch and writing a speech or we're optimizing something that they already have. So these stages work and they will make for a better product. And if you want to go through these stages with me, you can always apply for a strategy session at drmichellemazur.com forward slash speak. We'll talk about your speaking and how to take your speech and your message so that you get on the stages you want to be on and get paid. And now let's go through the five phases of writing that speech that gets you booked. So the first phase that I take all of my clients through, and this is one I have talked about if you've listened to other episodes, this is the strategy phase. And for me, this is the key to making sure that you're on the path to a truly remarkable speech and that you're on a path to a successful speaking business. In this phase, it's all about curiosity. So first, you're going to get curious about the audience, figuring out what they actually need from you. When they walk through the door, they are not blank slates. 
they are looking to you as the speaker to give them some insight into their life. So how are you going to do that? What do they need from you? And when you figure out what they need from you, you can start getting curiosity about the places or the organizations or the associations and figure out why they would hire you for that message. Because sometimes what your audience needs from you, why you get hired, are two different things. So if you know that from a strategy perspective going in, you can build your speech around that. And that makes the sales conversations so much easier. The final part of strategy is developing what I used to call the big idea, but I'm rethinking it because I don't think it needs to be all that big. I'm calling this now the anchoring idea. This is essentially the message that you want to be known for. It positions you as a speaker in the marketplace and helps you get known for what you do. It is also the anchor of your speech because that is where we are driving your speech towards. Like that's the transformation. That's where you want the audience to end up. You want them to end with your idea. So once we have a firm strategy in place, we move to phase number two, which is mapping the audience's journey. And now it is time to get messy. It's time to get down and dirty because you're an expert. You have a ton of ideas about your topic floating in your head. There are multiple ways that you can get the audience from what they need to your anchoring idea. So the first step of this is doing a brain dump. I don't care if you do it on post-it notes or you do it in mind mapping software or you make big lists like I do, but just getting those ideas out onto paper and the stories you could tell or the research you could cite allows you to sort through it. Then map the best journey that your audience can take. And since there are multiple routes, you might create multiple maps. But at the end of the day, you want to have three, usually it's three, stops or main points, up to five, three or five, no more than that, because otherwise your speech is going to be too long. You'll have these three or five stops, these three or five points that you're going to be taking the audience through. And that's going to make up 80% of your speech, the meat of your speech. And once you have that basic outline and where we're taking the audience to, you've got your map, you can start the fun of phase number three, writing your SFD. Shitty first draft. And this is a term that comes from Anne Lamont, her book, Bird by Bird, all about writing. And it is the perfect term to describe this part of the process because you're going to get even messier. Your goal with creating this SFD is to go for the D plus version of your speech. You want to start writing it out or outlining it in more detail or creating PowerPoint, however you best write. It's totally up to you. 
But it's not about perfection, which is so hard for a lot of my clients because my clients are these high achievers. They are so amazing and they really want to get it right. But there is no right. There's just D plus and crappy. So that's what you're going for. And the most important rule that comes into effect right now is when you're writing this SFD, no editing. You cannot write and edit at the same time. So we will get to editing very shortly. It's a very important part of this process, but no editing. So get that SFD out onto paper, into PowerPoint, or however you're creating this product, but just get it out there. And once you have that, you can move to phase number four and start crafting the beginning and ending of the speech. Now, you might be thinking I'm kind of crazy. Like, why wouldn't you write the intro first, then write the rest of the speech, and then do the conclusion? And the reason I have people do the intro and conclusion together is because they are the two most important parts of the speech. The intro is where you get buy-in from the audience, you grab their attention, you set their expectations, you get them to trust and connect with you. The conclusion is where you give them their marching orders, where you give them something to remember you and your speech by. And research shows, so there's primacy recency, that these are the two most memorable parts of the speech. They are most recalled. Also, I do it because of practicality. Writing an opening line is probably the hardest part of the speech writing process. I am not joking. I can either spend hours on this with a client or sometimes we get lucky and it comes really quickly, but it is the all-important line of your speech. And so I don't want people getting stuck there. I just want them to write their crappy draft and get it out. So write that beginning and ending. And then once you have that, you move to phase number five, polishing, editing, or how I like to think about it, this is where the magic happens. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't spend enough time in this phase. Sure, they'll polish up their SFD a little bit, they'll make it a little bit better, make sure they have transitions, But there is something truly magical that happens when you start playing with the words and with the stories, because editing is the place where connection will happen with your audience. It's where engagement happens. It's where curiosity about your topic happens. It's where that hunger to want to know more about you and what you do happens. You can't create any of that until you get that SFD out of you and start the editing process. So this is so important to spend time. And phase five is something you will revisit again and again and again in your speech writing. And on the next episode of the podcast, I'll tell you what to look for in that editing process. So there you have it. Those are the five phases that I use with all of my clients when we are either writing a signature talk from scratch or we're going through and optimizing their talk. And if you would 
like my eyes and this process for your own speaking business, then apply for a strategy session. We'll have a great conversation about your speaking goals, how we can get your speech to a whole other level so that you're not leaving money on the table. And you can apply for that at drmichellemazur.com forward slash speak. Until next time, use these five stages to write your speech, to optimize and edit your speech. And when you use the structure, it will make speech writing far easier and more effective for you and for your audience and for the people who hire you. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebel Speaker Podcast. If you're loving this show, please rate and review it on iTunes. It is the best way for speakers like you to find out about us. And you can learn more about Communication Rebels coaching and consulting services that help business owners and speakers make a bigger impact with their message while building a speaking business on their own terms at drmichellemazur.com. <laughs>